This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. Uh, we are doing the Uddhav Gita. This is continuation of chapter 12 and last message of Sri Krishna. We are doing what are the jobs, what is it that a Kshatriya uh, and various other categories of people, what they are supposed to do. Yesterday we did what was called as the job of a Brahmana. And you found that there are hardly any Brahmanas in this world. That is because a Brahmana is defined as a person who is the highest in Sattva. And that person with so many qualities is literally like searching for a needle in a haystack. It is literally impossible in today's day and age to find such a kind of a person. He is called the knower of Brahma. That means he is the knowledge, his knowledge is ultimate. So today we are going to understand who is this Kshatriya. Kshatriya's main definition is a person who is coming from the Rajas Guna. The Rajas which is predominant in nature. During the second Yuga, the Sattva had gone down tremendously. It was down to 50% or so. And Rajas had taken predominance. And Rajas was growing at a tremendous pace. By the time we come to the third Yuga, Rajas was very, very high, but the introduction of the Tamas had already come in. And in the last Yuga, as of now, we have very little Sattva remaining. Maybe a very tiny, tiny molecule of it. (laughs) But most of it is Rajas, which is again going to go. And what will remain behind is called the Tamoguna. So every person on this planet Earth can be called from the last stage. That is what we call as a Shudra for a very simple reason that Tamas is predominant. This was mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita as well as the Uddhav Gita, the Bhagavatam and all the important scriptures. Krishna's definition of these four castes is based on the Gunas. We have an entire chapter which we have done that. So now we are going to talk about the Kshatriyas. Kshatriyas doesn't mean the fighting class. Let me tell you this much. It doesn't mean somebody who is going to go out and carry weapons and stuff like that. You'll find even the drug runners are carrying weapons. Doesn't mean that they are a Kshatriya class. Okay? There are people in this world who are killing animals. Uh, there are hunters. And there are lots of people who have guns. I remember a person who was so proud of having 56 or 65 guns in the last four years time he was telling me. I was shocked. How can a person have so many guns? For what? Is he going to fight an army or something? And well, I don't think this kind of a thing is right in today's DNA. So Kshatriyas are not connected with weaponry. They are not at all connected with any of these things because today Kshatriyas are different kind. So let us see what they are saying. So we are doing chapter 12 from the Uddhav Gita. The verse we are starting today is number 
45. A king especially should deliver all his subjects from misfortune like a father. And as the leader of elephants rescues the elephants in his herd, he should, preserving his balance, deliver himself from his own effort. Now, in the olden times, there were kings and queens. Today also we have titular heads. They are not at all kings or queens of any kind. They are just as dummy heads. They have to perform certain rites, rituals come for their country. So that is the reason why they are there. But let us come to the times where India and most of the countries in the world had definitely some kings who were ruling them. So there was a different kind of a setup at that point in time. But today's day and age, we have different set of kings. Who are these kings? Remember, a king has a kingdom. Alright? And he has a lot of soldiers and many people under him. So who is this person? So there are two kinds of people here. One are the corporate czars that are there. The big people who have lot of industries. And the second one is the political leader. He has Literally the entire country or maybe half of it with him or maybe none of it and he might have become a dictator for all you know. So depending on who is this leader. So we are talking about this kind of a Kshatriya who leads people. Understand the definition over here. Someone who leads people. Now we are going to understand the characteristics of this person and then you can judge for yourself how many people actually fall into this category? Again, the answer will be very obvious. None. Because the king is supposed to look after his praja. The, the common man. How many people look after the common man? I don't think there is anybody in this world who cares for the common man. I, every common man will tell you that. Nobody there to care for me. People are still waiting for the dole outs. You see, all over the world, they are thinking, oh, now the government is going to bail me out. I am going to get money in my bank account. But nothing like that is happening. Only few rich people are getting richer. But what about these people who are supposed to be the common public, you know, dependent on their daily lives, daily, uh, you know, activities, Maybe selling some things or going to work somewhere, construction workers, you name it, all kinds of people. What are they going to do? This is the biggest question today in this moment of crisis. Is today we are having a tremendous problem right in front of our nose here itself. We have the coronavirus, the whole world is affected by it. And yeah, these people are supposed to do something. So let us see. A king should deliver all the subject from misfortune like a father. So we need to have a person who understands the misfortune of the common man. Every person in the kingdom, every person in the country, every person in the corporate. Their big, big empires are there. There are thousands and thousands of people and they are supposed to be bothered about them. They should deliver the subjects from misfortune and like a father. 
and as a leader of elephants rescue the elephants in the herd that means he should be rescuing even the smallest person in the herd which means if there is a small worker somewhere if it is a big company let us say and there are very you know workers who are basic level people they are doing daily activity you know maybe making something or in the manufacturing or in the marketing or whichever department Com- companies organizations countries places everybody is affected so if i take country you will find the economy is in ruins absolutely every biggest the biggest country in the world is also having the same issue the leader of that country or the leader of that big organization that a person is running should be bothered about the survival of the smallest member in the family over there how is he going to survive does he have food to eat famine in real terms which is the nature's biggest problem comes in and thousands and thousands or maybe millions of people don't have food to eat here a disease is causing that people are homeless now why because they have to go away somewhere sometimes they have to reach their destination and they are not able to reach their destination at all because there are not there is no transport available they don't have any money to eat food as well so these are the problems and like the head of the elephant herd he is supposed to look after this the kshatriya is supposed to look after this now you have to make this definition in your own mind who is the kshatriya he should he should preserving his balance deliver himself by his own effort this particular king or whoever the kshatriya is is supposed to deliver himself he should be the one finding solutions now you have got the answer for who is a kshatriya a kshatriya is a leader he is a true leader this leadership comes from the rajaguna and a certain amount of sattva guna in him his job is to take care of the down lines everybody who is reporting to him it is his duty now i am saying his doesn't mean his it could be her all right so it is just gender neutral you can say so but i still have to say his so let us continue so please understand this leader of men women also rather is supposed to take care of even the smallest member so what kind of a leadership are we expecting the leadership should be of the highest quality where they understand the pain they are able to empathize with the smallest member of the group such a kind of a leader who understands that there is so much of a problem there there may be no food no money 
somebody is going to get married their marriage was fixed about a year ago and that there is no money around over there things are going out of hand simple stuff for the common man it is a big thing so do you understand who a kshatriya is so we'll continue so verse 46 chapter 12 from the uddhav gita such a king shakes off all his sins on earth and ascending the heaven in the aerial car resplendent like the sun enjoys the company of indra the king of the gods now if you find a person who is a leader among men among women also alexai such a kind of a person once he dies goes to indra's heaven because he has done tremendous amount of good stuff in this world he has helped even the smallest member in the group so i hope you understood such a person goes to the heaven in the aerial car of indra dev now when we talk of indra dev indra dev is called the king of the gods right now he is used to a lot of enjoyment in his life why because all the gods report to him all the demigods when i say gods this is called the demigods all the demigods report to him and because of that he has all his jobs laid out done by people around him all the gods demigods do the job for him and what does he do he just rules the kingdom like any other demigod any other king of the gods you know he's got a lot of good stuff he's got money jewel power these that all those things okay everything connected with the highest so all these people the leader among men they go to this heaven of indra verse 47 from the uddhav gita chapter 12 a helpless brahmana should get over his trouble by setting up as a merchant selling only things allowable if he is still overtaken by misfortune he should have recourse to the sword but never resort to dog like servility okay now this is something which how the hierarchy works now let us say there is a person who is the knower of truth that is brahmana all right like i said in today's day and age there is hardly anybody there is nobody left actually so let us say if there was now this person has a choice has a choice of going and doing some kind of a business if he has no money if he has nothing else to do he can take up some kind of a business and what kind of a business he can do businesses which are supposed to be taking him towards the path of sattva not towards the path of the path of tamas that means he cannot be dealing in meat products or he cannot be dealing in stuff which is like uh selling you know machinery and this and that no he should be selling maybe food grains or puja items you you got what i'm saying something which is going to lead him towards goodness alone towards the sattva guna and the profit level should be the lowest not the highest so he is not a vaishya in, in the real sense so if i hope you understood a helpless brahmana should get over his trouble by setting up as a merchant selling things allowable 
only those things which can be allowed by the scriptures he can sell. If he is still overtaken by misfortune, he can have recourse to the sword but never resort to dog-like servility. So this person is entitled to take up a sword if he wishes to. But that is also not allowed because uh, if you think that a Brahmana who is the knower of Brahma should become a CEO or a chairman of a company, well, he is allowed to because there may be certain issues and problems. He is in the Sattva Guna and working in the Sattva Guna, he can take up a position slightly lower. Slightly lower means he can become a leader of men. Alright? He is entitled to become a leader of men. Or, which means taking up the sword. Or, he can take up a little business. So, he is entitled to doing two things only. Okay? But he should not become a lowly worker. That is all which is being mentioned over here. Okay, we will move to the next verse. These are nothing but qualities of different different kinds of people and I am just going to tell you about it. There is hardly anything to understand here but still I am just giving you a little explanation. This is verse uh, 48 from chapter 12 the Uddhav Gita. A king in adversity should take up occupation of a Vaishya or live like hunting or even as a Brahmana but never take up a dog like servility. Okay. In some of the scriptures it is mentioned that the king takes up a job of a soldier also and then maybe he becomes what is called as a businessman. So you will find that some of these kings have become businessmen in this world. They have taken this business as a thing. So the person who is the knower of Brahma can become the other two. A person who is the leader among men I am sure you have seen the corporate czars and all. They have become people who are consultants. You know, you have heard about consultancy, isn't it? So they can become consultants, but they are not supposed to become workers. This is one thing which we have to understand because they have tremendous amount of knowledge how to run the country, how to run the company, so on and so forth. So if you find that there is a very big leader of men also in political field, that person is entitled to become a merchant, a kind of a person who does services by means of selling, buying and selling, trading and so on and so forth. Right? So we will move to verse 49. This is from chapter 12, Uddhav Gita. A Vaishya in trouble should lead the life of a Shudra and a Shudra adopting the weaving of mats etc which is the occupation of the karus once free from the adversity none should desire to maintain himself by a despicable profession now here he is talking about a vaishya person who is a business person who loves to do things for money yes lot of people fall under this category where people love to do things for money they do everything like i will do this Service industry is based on this alone. So aren't we moving more towards service industry rather than manufacturing and all that? So in most of the countries you will find that there are service industries. So they do services and they get paid for that. Today if you look at say 
a company like McDonald's or KFCs or all these big companies that are there, there is a one manufacturing base and different outlets. But how many people are servicing the outlets? You know, hundreds and thousands. You will ask me, how? Well, have you not seen those boys who come and do your pizza delivery and your other deliveries? There may be a few people employed inside that manufacturing unit, inside that particular franchise. Maybe 10 of them. But how many people are connected in delivery and doing service to those places? They are quite a lot. They are much more. So you understood that people do this and they are earning money by giving their services. So such a kind of a person can be the next category. So a Vaishya in trouble should lead the life of a Shudra. Basically he can do a small menial job also. So a person who is a business person after losing his business can definitely take up a position of a worker as well. He is entitled to do that. In today, today's day and age you have seen Thousands and thousands of shops closing all over the town. Businesses have gone out literally every single day in the newspaper, in the news columns, wherever that you are reading them. Are you not listening that so many things have completely shut down? The news that is coming in is terrible. You will find that businesses have literally folded up. There is no money, there are no customers, there is nobody on the streets. In such a time, what exactly happens? This person who might have been running that company, might have been the owner of that organization, may have to close down his business and may have to take up a simple job that he is entitled to. Jobs which are not going to be degrading. Degrading means what kind of a job? You see, if there is a job in the industry where they are cutting up animals, I don't think that is a kind of a job he should take up. No. And a place like a butchery, no. No such kind of jobs are he is entitled to. He can take up a simple job which will give him certain amount of money and income so that he can run his family. He is entitled for that. What happens to his business? It's completely gone. And that is what has happened. Yesterday, I was down there in the marketplace. I was seeing so many stores along the way. Yesterday being a Saturday, the place is normally crowded. People have overflowing with customers. Otherwise, during the regular times, Yesterday, there were none. And if somebody came and bought a few thousand rupees worth of goods, that person was treated as if he is God. Why? Because there is no money and there is no business and people don't have any new goods to sell. Everything that is lying in the shelves, everything that is there, which a person has to sell, is old stock. The stock which was made in 2019, you see, that is a stock. There is no new stock being produced. Can you understand that? And this is the scenario today. And 
it is very pathetic why because lives are dependent on that if you have the money it is your duty to go and serve the people over there which means you can spread that little bit of sweetness in the life of these people okay this is the idea everybody should try to do something for the society a little bit from your side it is so important whatever you are good in you got to serve the society today all right the next verse 50 chapter 12 uddhav gita by means of study of the vedas the utterances of swadha swaha little of food offering and the distribution of food etc a householder should according to his means daily worship the rishis the mains the gods the lower animals men respectively considering them as a form of mind now by means of study of the vedas now this is something which a person is supposed to do if you do not understand the vedas maybe you don't understand the vedanta you know there is a very simple methodology of understanding things in today's day and age when you cannot go and see a film all right you cannot see it on netflix or any of these channels but there is a place where you can go and read the review or a certain small storyline about it there is wikipedia there is imdb there are so many channels out there where you can get an understanding of what is mentioned which means a small transcript of what is there in that the essence of the story is enough you don't have to go to a mall or a theater and see the movie don't no so this was an example for you to understand in today's day and age maybe those vedas which are volumes after volumes you may not understand one bit also so you are not going to watch the movie correct what do you do the vedanta is also a huge subject it requires a lot of gray matter upstairs to understand most of it or at least watch some videos of some great sages and saints who have been talking about it if that also is not possible the simplest thing for a person to do is to go and get trained in the bhagavad gita the bible the bhagavad gita these are abridged versions of the teachings they are absolutely simple abridged versions for the entire vedas and the vedanta and all the scriptures from the past the one book which a person can do is called the bhagavad gita and that is all that is expected you can just read it if you wish to or you can take an explanation from a guru or maybe you can join some gita class somewhere it doesn't matter actually the idea is to understand the gita truly if that is the case then you please study the gita but if the vedas are not understood 
can I talk about Jesus if I have never read the Bible? No. I cannot talk about Jesus if I have never read the Bible. I don't know him then. If I don't know stories from the Bible, from my childhood till now, I am not entitled to talk about him. Similarly, I cannot speak of Buddha if I don't know anything about his different tenets. I may not have visited such a place. So the idea is, if I don't understand even the simplest book called Bhagavad Gita, I am not entitled to talk about it. This is a very well known understood fact. If you don't understand the Bhagavad Gita, what have you learned then? So if you don't understand the Bible, why are you a Christian? You have to know. At least read it like a storybook. Doesn't matter. Even the Bhagavad Gita can just be read through. There are lots of people who have given some kind of an explanation. The understanding should be there. Illogical methods of talking about Jesus and saying something bad about him or saying something bad about Krishna is not an accepted thing. Please understand, it is not something which a person should do any time in his life. If you don't understand the subject, do not give comments on it. So here he says, by means of study of the Vedas, a person is supposed to study the Vedas. The utterances of Swadha, which basically means, you know, there are certain mantras which a person can say. Even in your childhood, you are taught certain mantras. Maybe if you are a Christian or some other, you are taught some simple prayers in school or by your parents. That also you can do. Nobody says you need to know fantastic words out there, but simple prayers can be done. Little food offerings. What can be done in today's day and age? This is, this is something which a person can do. Remember, why I am saying this is, today we are in social isolation. We are at home. There are too many pressures around us. What are the pressures? Money, family, the whole world around us is crumbling. It is an extremely important duty of every individual to take care of another person. And these scriptures, like I was telling you just now about, they teach us how to be nice, friendly, kind, considerate to everybody. And that is the need of the hour today. We cannot be doing something by trying to make divisions in the society. There are lots of people out there who are trying to make divisions in the society. No, it is important to help each other. That is what is being mentioned over here. So, to be on the path of spiritual means to take care of each and every person there. So, little offerings, food offerings and distribution of food. You can do distribution of food also. And this is actually coming in so, so much of a help to us right now. This particular verse. Can you see? It is actually related to the four divisions in the society. But 
I am using it so that you understand how important it is to feed people around us. A householder should, according to his means, daily worship the rishis, the maids, the gods, the lower animals and men respectively, considering them as a form of mind. Alright, so here what is being mentioned is when you have the wherewithal, a little wherewithal, little. I'm not saying that you are a super rich person, but if you have a little wherewithal, it is your duty to do all the prayers in the first place. Because today nothing else is going to help us. Can, can you imagine if there is anything in this world that is going to help us? Because this coronavirus suddenly has hit us literally like a big you know, chunk of rock falling from the sky. Huh? And destroying the entire planet. Can you imagine something like that? It's a massive thing. And yes, I was reading about the, uh, uh, you know, what the Incas are saying. The Incas had predicted the end of the world in 2012. You know that? <laughs> they were saying on 2012, the world is going to come to an end. Now today, some great scientist somewhere in Bolivia is saying, no, 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 I didn't say about 2012. Because of the adjustments in the calendar, now it is going to be 2020. Alright. I am not believing in all that stuff. Please understand, you are going to be around and most of the people are going to be around. Some of them will be dead. Why? Because there is always a collateral damage that happens. Yeah. When there is a war or a big calamity, a big calamity, naturally, the, a lot of people die. Yes. In a war, how many people die? If there is a tsunami, how many people die? Correct? So there are going to be a lot of things. You have seen in Hiroshima, Nagasaki also, so many people died. Alright. In, in Russia, when that nuclear thing happened, so many people were affected by it. I am sure you know that. And it's the same thing. Places where the whole territory is getting affected like Flint, you know, in US. It is there. Bhopal grass tragedy. I don't know how many of you remember Bhopal gas tragedy, but that is because of the Union Carbide plant leaking certain gases. Yeah. So there is a lot of people who died. So the same thing. In coronavirus also, there is going to be a lot of, you know, tragedy that is going to happen. But most, most of the people are going to be alive. And what are they supposed to do? See, today we have nothing else to do. We have to pray. At least pray a little bit. Pray for the people and say to God that kindly take care of all of us so that we can overcome this issue which is facing us right now. I understand we all have to go through these troubled times. And troubled times come to a lot of countries also. A lot of people also get affected. Have you not seen Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya and all these countries getting affected. And prior to this, there were a lot of countries which were affected in Europe as well. Then African nations are under stress. Certain nations in South America are also under stress. So this is a continuous phenomena that is going on. There are small, small fights, wars, people are getting affected and it happens. And it's our job to at least pray to God. So he says, it's a duty that we have to do that. 
And whom are we supposed to worship? The worship should be of the rishis, the mains, the sages and the saints. The mains, the gods, the lower animals and men respectively. Consider everything as my own form, Krishna says. And then pray to God. Alright, so next verse, verse 51. Chapter 12, Uddhav Gita, by means of wealth that comes of itself or is acquired legitimately, he should judiciously perform the above sacrifices without taxing his dependents. Now, it's a continuation of where the Kshatriya or where this Vaishya is heading. Alright, in terms of crisis, what is he supposed to be doing? Whatever wealth that has come to him automatically, please understand, always things Come to a person. Deservability is not a factor there. Sometimes some things come to you on its own. Maybe huge swaths of land will come to you. You know, sometimes you get legacy from your grandparents or something like that. Or maybe somebody leaves a million dollar in, in some canyon somewhere and you find it. Who knows? Something like that. And that day I was hearing about the big lottery somebody won in some parts of the world. Okay, if you are getting money like that and there is a lot of money coming to you just like that. JLT. Okay, use that money for these purposes. I am sure, you know, in uh, the last one month I heard the person who runs this company called Twitter. He, he has given more than 1 billion dollars. Okay, just like that when this pandemic started. His name is Mr. Jack Dorsey. I think he is doing something nice. Maybe there should be a lot of people in this world who should do this kind of a thing and not sit on their stacks of money and say, okay, let me wait for the time to end, then I can mint money. It is like an undertaker, you know. <laughs> Today in times of crisis, the undertaker, when everybody dies, the undertaker is always benefited. Okay, those who are involved in all these activities after death. Alright, right? You understand? They are the, <laughs> they are the people who are least, uh, you know, respected in the society. I am sure you know that. So here if you have the money and the wherewithal, if you have grains, if you have anything to give, maybe clothes, you know, lots of old clothes can be just taken out and handed over. Please do that. So as a gesture for all these people in this world, a good gesture, you should do something like that. Help the mankind today. Yes, first take care of your family. Not that you should not take care. Always take care of your family also first and then you can give it to the world. And there are lots of people there out there to take it also, isn't it? So we got to help them. Right. So we move to the next verse. This is verse 52. I think we will be completing the chapter today <laughs> if I am not wrong. Okay, chapter 12, verse 52 from the Uddhava Gita. He should not get attached to his family and even though he is a householder, should not forget God. The wise man should consider the unseen enjoyment of future life just as perishable as the visible enjoyment of his life. Now, consider this person. Attachment to the family. 
Now, in terms of crisis or whatever issues that are happening, a person first takes care of his family, which he is entitled to, of course. But not to the extent that trying to save billions or millions, okay, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you this, this is your legacy. You know, today, I I was talking to some person uh, and this person is telling me, there are lots of lands available now. Even in the state of Karnataka, here, agricultural land can be bought by anybody from now onwards. That is, some new law is coming into effect. It's not yet uh, come in. But according to the new law, everybody is entitled to buy land. You don't have to be just a farmer. So it is not that you are an agriculturist and then you need to find the land. No. You can buy the land just like that. The reason is because there are lots of people who have gone abroad, made money and have come back to India once again. They are investing in this green revolution. You know, buying properties so that they can grow a lot of this food stuff. Okay? So yes, it's a good thing. Yes. But you don't have to make it as if, you know, I have to earn billions in that. You got to understand how you can help mankind first. Yes, you are helping the environment, of course, by becoming green and all that kind of stuff. But can you take the poor farmers who have lost their land? Can you take them under your wing and help them grow in their life? You can do contract farming, you know. Contract farming is also very good. Who says you can't do? Maybe you can take up certain patches of land somewhere and tell them to grow certain things. Okay. There is one particular place I was reading about where this person started growing dragon fruit. Dragon fruit is that red color, you know, pink color stuff with the white thing inside. Anyway, go and check it out, what it means. And this person who was earning a few hundreds was started earning in lakhs of rupees. So, this is a good thing. Lakhs of rupees per annum, not per month. Okay. (laughs) Otherwise, you will say, okay, I will also make dragon fruit out. (laughs) No, 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 no. He started earning good amount of money. So, he is able to take care of his people. Then he has to employ other people in his farm. So, it was very good. So, agroeconomy is very good thing. No doubt about it. So, here, what is he saying? What Krishna is saying? First, you should not be attached only to your family. Please, don't be. Even though he is a householder, first, you should never forget God. You see, God is the one who is giving you all these things. You know? So, don't forget God in this place. Alright? And don't say, oh, yeah, yeah, I have made the money abroad. Now, I am going to do this because I have the money. And buying properties and all which is now going to become quite good stuff for people who have money in their accounts. Yeah, and there will be people who may not have the money. They will want to sell off their properties. It's a it's a thing that happens. There is the balance which happens. Yeah, these are the changing times as they say, isn't it? So, a wise man should consider the unseen enjoyment of future life. He should not bother about what is going to happen in the future and keep on stacking up money so that one day, you know, yeah, then demonetization will come and you will get into another trouble because you don't know what to do with those big notes of yours. <laughs> People have started gathering 2,000 rupee notes. For what? So that tomorrow they can do something about it. Don't do that. Okay. The idea is to spread the joy amongst everybody. 
All right, that is the idea. Okay, the next verse fifty three. Uh, chapter 12 Uddhav Gita the association with one's sons wife relatives and friends is like the chance meeting of travelers they depart at the end of each body as dreams are inextricably bound to sleep and this is something which i have been continuously saying every person thinks that this is my mother and this is my father this is my brother this is my sister my husband my wife my this my that my children why because they came from my wife's womb they are my children very good congratulations what are you thinking you are just travelers along the way okay just because you have come from somebody's womb doesn't say that you are that person's son or daughter it is something that god has to go you know make you appear in this world if god has to come in this world what is he supposed to do he will also have to use some womb isn't it because that is the way of getting birth in this world so and which womb is it any womb that is available which is right one at that moment in time he will use that similarly think of yourself okay this life you are a man or a woman what were you in your last life or in the one before that or in the one before that maybe a hundred lives before that look at all the thousands and thousands of life that you have had are you going to call every person that gave you birth your mummy in some of these places you might just be a coel you understand a coel the black color bird who sings very nicely yeah such kind of a bird and you are sitting in what a crow's nest have you ever seen the coel the coel will always lay the egg in a crow's nest okay the coel doesn't have any house of her own she is always looking out for hotel properties okay so what she does is she says okay this this idiot crow doesn't understand the difference between two black birds because the crow is slightly a duffer so she will go and put the eggs in in a crow's uh, nest and the and the coel will be born over there and you know how the coels are they will kill all the rest of the birds over there in that and this coel bird that small fellow also is always like that predatory so you will call suppose you are born in this nest you look at the crow and say mummy i will just imagine saying that to crow see oh my mummy <laughs> it doesn't it sound so stupid and funny it's an egg okay now there are thousands of eggs being created nowadays i don't know whether you know about this genetic engineering is today the very big thing in this industry eggs can be created even in the uh, you know uh, what do you call them in a laboratory now the eggs which you are eating okay the chickens egg where do you think they come from they are using the hen as a laboratory they just keep on producing eggs after eggs after eggs and they are genetically modified all these creatures are genetically modified there is nothing real in it it's all unreal so i hope you understand but calling your this person my mother my father my this one my that one is a stupid thing krishna himself is saying the association with one's sons wife 
relatives and friends is like a chance meeting of travelers as if you are meeting them on a flight as if you are meeting them in a train you come for a certain amount of time and then you go away from there no i my mother was like this my father was like this i mean what what nonsense are you talking do you remember the guy who sat next to you in the flight i don't think you remember and here you are getting so much attached to a person so this is what krishna is talking about don't get attached to people around you they are just fellow travelers and i have been emphasizing this from time immemorial i don't know when i am talking about it and i am telling you this is how you have to treat them they are fellow travelers okay you brought certain khakras in your dabba no you can give it to them no problem who says you can't do that they depart with the end of each body as dreams are inextricably bound to sleep so in in life if a mother father or brother or somebody is dead yeah you can cry for a day or two after that forget about them don't bother about it why because they are fellow travelers understand this statement you are not supposed to be bothered think about it the same person you may be married to a person for a very long time and that person sues you then what happens the same person you are going to consider as the biggest villain in your life and says yeah i want all the property get out what happens to you your own son may say i don't want to see you okay get out of my life then what happens so this kind of relationship is all bunkum don't bother about it these are chance meetings and you will meet them in the next life somebody else is going to be your mother not the same person and maybe in the life after that somebody else like i said your mother would be a crow for all you know who knows you may be a coil in your next life no don't know isn't it yeah, it's the same thing or you may be born in a chicken coop you know you will be doing cackling all the time who knows there is no idea and then you are not going to look up at that laboratory guy and say my daddy i mean just imagine saying those words you can't look up that at that person and say my daddy or you may be in a test tube you know and you look up at that person and say oh the guy who is wearing the white overalls he must be my father come on your father gave away the sperm and vanished don't bother so much about it so this is one thing which krishna is emphasizing time after time that don't you get involved and attached to anybody in this world because nobody is yours except god so first thing that you got to remember is only god alone he is the one who has given birth to you he is the one who is taking care of you he is the one who is going to put you under also you think your death is not destined it is very much destined so don't bother all right verse 54 this is from chapter 12 verse 54 of the uddhav gita an important verse one who reflecting thus lives at home without attachment and egoism like a guest is not fettered by home and is free so please stay at home wherever you are and don't bother calling these people as if they are the dearest ones of your life no reflect on this and live in the home like a guest how does a guest stay in a hotel 
Does he get attached to the waiter over there? Does he get attached to the person who is at the reception desk? Oh my dear fellow, you are my father. You are my mother. Does he do that? There is somebody who is going to clean your you know, bed and put all that. You don't go and hug the person, the lady in that particular place. She is going to give you one chapal, you know, tapak. Don't bother about it, okay? The house, you know, the housekeeping service person, okay? So you have your mother or your father who may be coming and doing your bed. They are housekeeping. Somebody who welcomes you in the family may be in charge of, you know, reception or something like that. Yeah. And you got to pay money for that. You know that, no? Even if you go to a hotel, you have to pay the money. Nothing comes free. One, if you don't pay for the hotel rent and all, they are going to kick you out. Similarly with your parents and your brothers and your sisters. You can't stay in a place and say, Oh, I am going to be a freeloader over here. No freeloaders allowed in hotels and all. So what is Krishna telling you? You have to stay like a guest. These people are nothing to you. One who reflecting thus lives at home without attachment and egoism like a guest is not fettered by home and is free. This person is free. Then he doesn't have to bother about somebody's death or somebody is alive. How many verses do you want to read like this which will tell you time and again, time and again don't get attached. Don't get attached. Don't get attached. Only attach yourself to the Father in heaven. Verse 55, chapter 12, Uddhav Gita. A devotee worshipping me through these household duties may lead a householder's life, may retire into the forest. If he has progeny, may embrace monasticism. Now, coming to the later half of his life, and we are going to do further more complicated stuff later on, and that is in the next chapter. So, what does he say over here? He says, if you are finished with your this life, Yes, you have paid your rents and everything and you are now going to go away. Yeah, you have to go away. You have to get out of that place. You can't be sticking around with your family for ages, isn't it? Like I said, you can't be a freeloader. So one day you have to go. Likewise in life also, one day you may have to retire. When you are a retired person, don't stay with your family. They are not going to appreciate it and you are a person who will be always detested. So why want to stay with them? So here Krishna is saying, once you have finished with you, all your duties, get out of that place. Become a vanaprastha. Go stay somewhere. So retire to the forest. And if he has progeny, that means if he has children, then become a monk. See, if you don't become a monk, you will still be attached to your family. Even if you go to the jungles, you know what is going to happen? You are going to think about my wife, my children, my wife, my children. That is all you are going to do. No, you are not supposed to do that. Go to the jungles, forget about them. You become single. Go away. Become a monist. Become a, mon you know, a monk. Don't bother about it. You may have children. They are grown up. Let them go. Verse 56. Chapter 12, Uddhav Gita. But he who is attached to his house is afflicted by desires for son and wealth, is henpecked, is foolish, 
and being beguiled, he comes under the bondage of I and mine. And if there is an idiot who keeps on saying, this is my husband, this is my wife, these are my children, they get attached to them forever and ever and ever. Alright? When they get attached to their children or wife or husband or whoever, the spouse, then such a person will get rolled back into the karmic loop. And they will keep on saying, my house, my husband, my wife, my children. What are you talking about? Have I not just now explained all the verses where you are said, where, I, where it is very clearly mentioned, detachment. Get out of this. Don't bother about getting into it. Because if you are attached, there is no spiritual development for you and in your next life, you are going to become a slave to the same people. If you are attached to your husband or if you are attached to your wife, you are going to become henpecked. I, I hope you understand the word henpecked means. And henpecked, in your next life, they are going to peck at you. Please understand this. Alright? Which means you are going to owe it to them. And then the cycle continues. Why would you want to meet this person again and again and again? Like I said, the person may be a crow for all you know. Who cares? Alright, so we move to the next two verses now. Verse uh, chapter 12, Uddhav Gita, verse 57 and 58. Alas, my parents are old. My wife has gone, got young children. How can she in her helpless state live with these poor children without me? Thus the foolish man with his heart distracted by thoughts of home continues to think of them without satisfaction. Then he dies and enters into abysmal darkness. So if there is a person who is attached to his mother or father, who is attached to his wife or children, such a kind of a person, he lives in a helpless state. What am I to do? These people are there. I have to take care of them. You know, they are taking care of me. I am at their mercy. They are at my mercy. This is the nonsense talk that he does. This is where these poor children, what are they going to do without me? It's my job to take care of them. What are you talking about? So this foolish man is distracted by thoughts of home. I have to earn the money, I have to do this, I have to do that. He gets embroiled in this, he is completely entangled in this web of material worldly attachments. And what happens to him? Then, continue to think of them without satisfaction. He is continuing to think, what will happen to them? 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 My son, he cannot cook. My husband, you know, poor fellow, he doesn't know how to cook. What am I going to do? Oh, my wife, she cannot do this. What am I going to do? What are you bothered about? If you are dead and gone, who the hell cares about you? That man is going to find another woman and that woman is going to find another man. They don't give a damn to you. And you, like a person who is attached till the end, will be born, you will be dead again. And you will go to the last line. Then he dies and enters into abysmal darkness. The darkness of hell. And then you will be back again on this earth, born again and again and again. It is called rebirths. This is the thing which happens with attachment. 
So get rid of all your attachments. Be detached and stay in the world like that. Don't keep on saying my husband, my wife, my mother, my father, my, 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 my. The I and mine is the cause of this abysmal darkness. Get out of that. Alright. So we have come to the end of chapter 12. So we will stop over here and the next week we will start a new chapter, chapter 13. Take care. Have a great week ahead. Bye.